0: Welcome to Victory in the Word Radio Ministries of Renaissance Church of God in Christ USA. We're the host Bishop Dennis J. McMurray is our Senior Pastor and Dr. E. Jean McMurray is our First Lady. Join us in this inspiring time of praise, worship, and fellowship designed to encourage and motivate everyone through the Word of God. Now prepare your hearts to be blessed with Victory in the Word.
1: Daniel the third chapter, the 19th through the 25th verse in the amplified version of the text. It says, Then Nebuchadnezzar was filled with fury, and his facial expression changed towards Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Then he gave a command that the furnace was to be heated seven times hotter than usual. He commanded certain strong men in his army to tie up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and to throw them into the furnace of blazing fire. Then these three men were tied up in their trousers, their coats, their turbans, and their other clothes and were thrown into the midst of the fiery furnace of blazing fire. Because the king's commandment was urgent and the furnace was extremely hot, The flame of fire killed the men who carried up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. But these three men, can you say with me, but these three and me. Say that again. These three and me. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego fell into the midst of the furnace of blazing fire, steel tied up. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king looked and was astounded, and he jumped up and said, To his counselors, did we not throw three men who were tied up into the midst of the fire? They replied to the king, certainly, O king. He answered, look, I see four men untied, walking around in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt. Touch yourself and say, may feel a little bad, but I ain't hurt. Matter of fact, that's a good place for a praise right now. I ain't hurt. May not be feeling the best, may not know where I'm going, may not know when the change is going to come, but i tell you this, I ain't hurt. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king looked and was astounded, and he jumped up and said to his counselors, did we not throw three men who were tied up into the midst of the fire? They replied to the king, certainly, O oh king. He answered, look, I see four men untied walking around in the midst of the fire and they are not hurt and the appearance of the fourth is like the son of God. Then I want to read verse 30. Then the king promoted, honored and rewarded I'm to, I am going. I don't think I saw that right after the furnace then the king promoted, honored rewarded Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego In the province of Babylon, my subject for you this morning, thank God I don't look like what I've been through. The thrust of this sermon today for you and for me is not the fiery furnace, even though that's significant. But the significance of this Bible text today is that the journey to promotion and reward goes through a fiery furnace. None of us like to be challenged in any way, but this Bible verse, this Bible story tells us that these three Hebrew boys were loving God and faithful to God. The circumstance changed when Israel was taken capture by King Nebuchadnezzar and the Babylonians, but they stayed true to God. They stayed true to God. The captivity in this third chapter of Daniel represents a satanic attempt to change the spiritual foundation of a God-fearing nation. Yeah, that's what Satan was trying to do, change the spiritual foundation of a God-fearing nation. And my brothers and sisters, today, Satan continues his efforts to turn Christianity and Christians away from God. He's attempting right now as I speak. He's trying to change and redefine not only the foundation of Christianity, but the foundation of Christian. Satan is attempting right now to change the foundation of the kingdom of God. And he realizes that he cannot destroy the foundation. He know he can't do that. So he's settling, watch this, for humanity redefining the foundation of God. Long as it can be redefined, he don't care if it's destroyed because he know everybody ain't going to hell. He know there's going to be some folks that's going to hold on through hell and high water and still trust God through it all. That you're determined to walk with Jesus through hard trials and tribulations and persecution. You determine, well, you are a blessed person, but not everybody not everybody is like that. The Bible talks about in Hebrews, in the last day, there's going to be a great falling away, meaning that folks that love God are going to leave God. Folks that were committed to God are going to get confused by God. And that's that redefining process that I'm talking about. What Satan is doing right now by attempting to take the church captive, what Satan's trying to do is get us to compromise holiness with these new cultures and these new customs that says it all fits and it's all proper they're trying to promote equality but not a biblical reflection of God's mandate for living life do y'all know everything that society wants equal ain't right in the sight of God Satan is trying to upset morality and truth through prejudice and blatant disregard of liberty and justice for all. Satan is attempting to redefine us and overwhelm our world, our families, and our society with violence, murder, and crime. He's trying to thrust us into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. He's trying to do it through personal attacks, through society attacks, and he has one thing in mind. He feels if he puts enough heat in the furnace, He will cause us to deny God and compromise God. My mind is made up. How about you? There's no turning back. God has brought us too far to turn to something different now. That was the case since Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. King built a statue 90 foot high, and he said, there's a new culture and a new society that's been established. And at the sound of certain music, everybody is to bow down and worship this image of me. And that's what Satan is doing now. He's building up images. We expect him to build images in the world. But he's building images in the church now. He's telling us it don't take all that. He's telling us we don't have to do all that. He's redefining, trying to redefine what worship looks like. But God wants to know, is there a remnant of people that will not compromise holiness? That will not compromise and worship an idol God? Will you be one of the ones that God can count on to not compromise? Will you be one of the ones who will declare, for the Lord I live and for the Lord I die? Blessed be the name of the Lord. Will you be one of the ones that will say God's been too good to me for me to quit him now, you have to understand something every storm or every furnace that's lit, however hot yours may be, if God didn't allow it, every verdict that don't turn out the way we want it to turn out. If God don't allow it, every circumstance, That's not the truth. If God don't allow the truth not to be uncovered, you got to know that God's got me in injustice. God's got you in the midst of a lie. God's got you in the midst of crookedness. God got you in the midst of this and the midst of that. So our charge is not to get overwhelmed by what's going wrong, but our charge is to get in position with what's right. And God said, hold on to my unchanging hand. God allows things to happen to test our character. And right now, the character of the saints is being tested. Why? Because after you pass the test, you're going to have a reward of rewards. But in the midst of God testing our character, Satan gets in the situation. And he gets in it with temptation. And he wants us to destroy ourselves. While God is defining you, Satan wants to deceive you. Can I say that again? While God is defining you, you find yourself in something hotter than it's ever been. More challenging than it's ever been. I want to let you know that God ain't going to let that thing destroy you, but God's going to let that thing define you. Because the world and Satan is infusing the church with so many new ideas and cultures and thoughts. And they tell us we've got to embrace this stuff. I'm not going to spend time identifying what they are trying to get us to embrace. You know what the world's trying to get us to embrace. And they want to capture us and lock us down huh, and steal our praise. Y'all, I don't know about you, but God's been too good to all of us to let anything lock down my praise. Because when I think of his goodness, y'all, and all that he's done for me, I have haven't been perfect, but in the midst of that, God's still been good. I know I've sinned. I know I've come short of the glory of God, but God looks beyond our faults and he sees our needs and he blesses us anywhere and for that reason, I've got to give him praise. His grace and mercy has brought us all this far, but what Satan tries to do, he tries to lock us up and lock us down. And in his effort to lock us up and lock us down, he tries to change our nature. He tries to change our character. In the name of Shadrach, his God-given name was Haniah. And Haniah means the Lord has been gracious to me. He wanted Haniah to forget how good God had been to him. So he changed his name to Shadrach, which means the moon, God, and my reason why. Then Michelle, who whose name means who is equal to God. He knew nobody had been as good to him as God had been. But when he found himself in Babylonian captivity, Nebuchadnezzar changed his name to Meshach, which means he's the shadow of an idol prince. In other words, it says, who is this? He tried to take his identity by taking him captive. So when people looked at him, people would not see him as one who is equal to God, but wanted to reduce his reputation and mess with his mind where he went through life saying, who am I and who is this? Things aren't going right in my life. Who am I and why is this happening to me? When you've been when you've been exposed to a satanic atmosphere, the devil tries to melt with your spiritual confidence and tries to get you to guess who you are and to forget who you are and to question who God is and to question how good God has been to me and how good God has been to you. But I want to remind you this morning, regardless of how many demons come to mess with you, regardless of how Satan comes, to try to attack you. You will never forget how how good God has been to you. Last God's name, they changed it to Abednego. And they said that his wisdom for living life came from the false god of wisdom or his direction came from the morning star, the astrologers, the psychics, and the soothsayers. But when you look at his name, Ezariah, that means the Lord Ha, has helped me because you wouldn't bow down because you would not compromise because you ain't joining all the latest clubs and cliques and groups that make you popular right now mm-hmm. you refused to bow down thank God I didn't bow down Shadrach Meshach and Abednego they told the king I want you to know I have no intentions of bowing down i have no intentions of turning my back on god can i get a witness today is there anybody your mind is made up no turning back i can't bow down because god's been too good and let me let you know king and if god don't deliver me out of the fiery furnace that don't mean he's not a way maker that don't mean he's not a deliverer because my God never fails that needs to be your attitude right now I can't go back I won't go back I'll never go back because God is good oh the king said that's all right i'm gonna throw y'all in the midst of the burning fiery furnace Uh uh-huh and the king got mad because them hebrew boys wouldn't worship him the devil is mad at you because you won't worship him your money is tight but you won't do things crooked and worship him. Your relationships are challenged, but you're holding on to your spouse and you're being true to your spouse because you won't worship him. Your job ain't right, but you won't do things you used to do to get the hook up to do what you used to do. You won't worship him. Single mother, the sugar daddies can come by with a 20 pound bag of sugar, but you won't worship him. That'll child that no good Charles. who think he can knock on the door call your cell phone at two o'clock at night and say hey baby leave the back door open I'm on my way over you come you hang up the phone but before you hang up you tell him I'm keeping my door locked i'm keeping myself locked and hang up the phone and say lord keep me lord help me lord strengthen me you can't compromise yourself, king said turn it up seven times hotter than normal some of you right now in the midst of a blazing fiery furnace that's been turned up seven times hotter than anything you've ever gone through but the hotter the fire the greater the glory The hotter the fire, the bigger the promotion. The hotter the fire, the more you'll shine. The bigger the fire, the bigger the breakthrough. Y'all don't hear me. It's just a setup for your promotion. What you're going through is a setup for your reward. The devil is a liar and a deceiver. God is not sending you the fire was so hot until they said i want y'all to put all y'all clothes on because i want everybody to see soon as you hit this fire i want them clothes to start you on fire and so the king said put on your coat put on your pants put on your hat put on all your clothes Ooh. then he took three of his strongest soldiers and he said tie them up and walk them to the fire on the way to the fire the three soldiers burned up they didn't even get in the fire they just got close to the fire if you don't mean Jesus all the way you're gonna burn up before you get to the fire y'all need to thank God right now that the fire hasn't burned you up you need to thank God right now that you don't look like what you've been through uh, thank god right now uh, never forget your walk to the fire never forget your journey to the fire the bible said they threw them in the fire but can i talk to you for a minute the reason that they went into the fire fully dressed because when they came out of the fire They weren't supposed to look like what they just had been through. I'm here to tell somebody, when you come out of the fire, you're going to look better coming out than you did coming in. You're going to have a testimony. If God can keep me in the fire, he can keep me to anything. You're going to come out with praise on your lips. You're going to come out with glory on your face. The initial steps of the fire look strange, y'all. But the Bible said, as soon as they got in the fire, they fell down. Going through the trials and tribulations of life, sometime you will fall down. Down on your faith. Down in your finances. Down in this area of life. Down in, I want to tell y'all, the down time is a prerequisite to the getting up time. So don't despise the days of being down. Three Hebrew boys said, I ain't going to compromise. Fire was blazing and Nebuchadnezzar looked and he said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Did not we bind and tie up and tie down three? And he looked and he said, but I see four loose walking around in the hottest thing that they've ever been exposed to in their lives. You may be in the hottest thing in your life, but you don't look like what you are going through. Their hair wasn't burned. Their clothes wasn't burned. They were walking around. Walking around indicates they were still making progress. I want to let somebody know, Dave, you're still making progress. Even though you're in the midst of something that's been the most difficult it's ever been before in your life. You don't measure progress by your material things. You measure your progress by the fact that God is still holding you. That's progress. You measure progress by the fact you still got a prayer life. You measure progress by the fact that you still reverence God. You measure progress not by stuff, but by sanctification. And when they came out of the fire king said come here and he smelled them and they didn't smell like fire he looked at them and the same clothes they had on going in looked the same as they came out and nebuchadnezzar said look let me tell y'all about this god of the three hebrews nobody better not ever mess with them nobody better not talk against their god because their god is the real deal i'm telling you right now you're going through the way you're going through is a witness and a testimony for this world to know that the god we serve is the real deal and then the bible says and nebuchadnezzar gathered the hebrew boys to him and declared and decreed it's time for promotion. It's time for reward. This is nothing more than the progressive steps for promotion. And I want to let you know that that fire is not going to burn you because God is with you. Jesus, the incarnate Savior, manifested himself out of time and out of season because Calvary hadn't even been thought about. But he transcended the theological timetable of life. And manifested himself in the life of the three Hebrew boys so that that thing would not destroy them God will change the rules of life so that what you're going through will not destroy you and the next time they see you on the scene you'll be able to say thank God I don't look like what I've been through
0: Thank you for listening to Victory in the Word Radio Ministries of Renaissance Church of God and Christ USA where our senior pastor is Bishop Dennis J. McMurray and Dr. E. Jean McMurray is our First Lady. It is our prayer that you've been moved by the Word of God. We welcome you to join us at 1001 33rd Street, Southeast Grand Rapids, Michigan, 49508. Our Sunday morning worship service at 1030 a.m. Also follow us on Facebook, Twitter. And Instagram. Thank you for joining Victory in the Word, and until next time, walk in victory.